what is up and welcome into the Out of Pocket Podcast. I'm your host, JP Nida, and let's get into the episode. What's up, guys? I'm back. Sorry for the extra long delay in content. It's been a crazy week in my life, but that doesn't matter. We're back. It's week nine. No, week eight in the in the NFL. This is episode nine of the Out of Pocket Podcast. You know what's up. And tonight we're gonna get into why do the 49ers hate me? The MVP debate and the usual picks and power rankings. Let's get right into it. Let's dive right in with some 49ers content because I am O and seven picking against or picking in general regarding the 49ers and they are the one team that I have not gotten a single game right this entire year they beat the good teams and suck against the bad teams I don't understand a Kyle Shanahan coached team should not be this unstable week to week they should be consistent they should be meticulous that and that's what i'm used to from kyle shanahan and that is not the 49ers this year and what 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 are they missing why why are they not the 49ers of last year well first of all super bowl hangover it doesn't always happen to the winners, but every single year the team that loses the Super Bowl always takes a step back. So, unless you're New England, then the rules don't apply to you. Let me let me clarify that. Every team takes a step back, and the 49ers have taken a slight step back. They don't quite have the talent in the backfield that they had last year with Brita and Coleman and Mostert and they still have Coleman and Mostert sometimes and they've they've been on and off of the injured list with that being said they still have a lot of really fast twitch high fast twitch muscle running backs that are going to be super successful in Shanahan's zone blocking scheme no matter what Their defense has been decimated with injuries, and I really, I really think that's the biggest issue. And losing Nick Bosa has been huge for this team. He's not just, he's not just a defensive anchor and a, just, he he's just he he's a rallying point for this team. They. They just get up around him like he's the kid. He's like the wonder. He's boy wonder. You know what I'm saying? So I think the 49ers will either have a really strong second half of the season or really good next season because this team is not. They're they're f- what three and four, four and three, four and three, and they're still. And we talk, people talk about them like they suck. Like on NFL Network, they were telling me, they were trying to tell me, they were telling the world how the 49ers 
are in the bottom half of the NFL. And I don't, I, I utterly, wholly disagree with that. That's blasphemous. So you're trying to tell me that the Niners are worse than, if we go, like, if we go off of just bottom half of the league, right? They're in the same category as the Chargers, the Broncos, the Lions, the Patriots, the Washington football team, the Bengals, the Texans, and the Falcons, to name a few. I don't think so. Not at all. This team is playoff competitive, first of all. Second of all, much better than they get credit for. And that has a lot to do with coaching. And honestly, general managing. Like This roster is very deep. And... I, apparently they just uh, they just apparently they just listen to what I say on the podcast and they just kind of like yeah we're gonna do whatever he says not to do so yeah that's that's the 49ers for you let's get into some MVP talk week eight we're halfway through who who's the most valuable player now if we go by the literal definition most valuable then it's Russell Wilson or it's Derrick Henry or Alvin Kamara. If you go by best player on the best team with the best stats, I think it's either Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, or Russell Wilson. If you go by media darling or favorite story, then it's Russell Wilson or it's Kyler Murray. Now, Russell Wilson, you'll see, is in a lot of those threads, which is probably why he'll win it this year, I think. But if you ask me who the MVP was or if I got a vote on the MVP, I would tell you it's Aaron Donald. He's second in the league in stats, first in in hurries, first in pressures, And not only that, he does that despite getting triple teamed every game. They have to bring in just jumbo blocking sets with extra tight ends or an extra running back to stick Aaron Donald, who's in the middle of the line every time. That's that's insane. This this dude is the closest thing to Lawrence Taylor that we're ever going to get. I wasn't I was not lucky enough to ever see Lawrence Taylor play live, but if I did, I would assume that he is similar to Aaron Donald. Because he's an absolute freak. He's as tall as I am. He's 6'1, 285. Oh my god. He's been an absolute terror. He's the anchor of this defense. And his his value, his leadership. It just his overall importance to this team cannot be understated and cannot be no it cannot be overstated like he is so he is so much to this team and he's worth every cent they're paying him i'd have russell wilson at second for obvious reasons he's the media darling he's got great stats and he's on the great team i don't think we need to get much into that you can watch first take for that up next, I have Patrick Mahomes for similar reasons because he's going to be 
an MVP candidate as long as he's on the Chiefs. Or as long as the Chiefs are relevant. So, Coming in at number four, I'd have Derrick Henry. And I know he's, a, he's another favorite this year. But I think, once again, going off of the definition, most valuable player. Valuable. Derrick Henry. If you take Derrick Henry off the Titans and sub in a replacement level player like Mike Davis, for example, or Devontae Freeman, the Titans are so much worse that it's not even funny. I really... Derrick Henry should be the most valuable player if we went off of off of the letter of the law. So, I don't know what to make of that, but it's a quarterback favorite award. So, that's... It is what it is. <laughs> and number five, Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's balling out this year. He's got a chip. He's got a bolt. No, he's got a mountain on his shoulder this year. Packers drafted Jordan Love... He doesn't get any offensive help. He's going to screw this. I'm going to put the team on my back, and I'm going to be Aaron F.N. Rodgers. That's how it is. That's exactly what the Packers were planning when they drafted Jordan Love. Now, Jordan Love is going to be the replacement within the next two years, but they did. I, I guarantee you they were banking on some sort of resurgency from Aaron Rodgers. You can count it. As for Sunday, I think that we're going to have a really interesting week this weekend. I think that it's the weather starting to turn, and all of these pass-heavy, I don't know, like, just finesse teams are going to start. The rubber's going to hit the road, and they, they're not going to stick. So... Let's break it down. Up first, we got the Patriots taking on the Bills. And in normal years, this matchup is a Patriots 14-point dub. Book it, send it to your bookie, and bet the Patriots money line every single time. This year is... I would bet the I I'd bet the Bills. I'd hammer the Bills actually, and I know they're heavy favorites, and I'd take the points. This this I I can't believe I I am watching the the decline of the most consistent thing in sports of my entire life is seeing the Patriots in the AFC Championship game every year. And it's really weird to not see it. So, I I, I picked the Bills, obviously, but this is, this is weird, man. This is weird. Up next, we have the Tennessee Titans taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Joey B, Joey Money, I think... This is going to be a really close game, actually. I think the Bengals make this competitive, and they really expose the Titans' abhorrent pass defense. 
It's it is it is it is vile how bad their pass defense is. And they have some good names on their defense. Granted, Adoree Jackson's out and Kevin Byard's playing hurt, but they they have not played well at all this season period when the titans get healthy they're going to be so much more competitive but i think this is going to be an unnecessarily competitive game titans in a close one we got the indianapolis colts taking on the detroit lions i think this one is going to be very close also i think the lions are very confident off of the coming off of a good win against the Falcons that they should not have won. And I think the Colts off of a bye, maybe they're overrested. I should they put you know, no, never mind. No, 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 no. The Colts off of a bye, Frank Reich teams off of a bye are very good. They always play well, they never have penalties. They're the least fun fact, they're the Frank Reich coach teams after the bye are the least penalized teams in football. Crazy stat. I think the Colts win this one just because the Lions defense is a little bit worse than the Colts offenses. And I think this might, this very well could be Phillip Rivers' last game. I hope it is. Please. Please let this be Philip Rivers' last game. But if if he balls out, then we could be getting another another couple weeks of Philip Rivers. So pick your poison, I guess. Up next, the Jets taking on the Chiefs. The Chiefs are they opened at twenty and a half point favorites. And now the line's at like 19 and a half, which is insane. The, wow. Chiefs by... Do, the most intriguing part of this game is do the Chiefs cover? And I'm rooting for yes. I hope this is the spanking of a century. I hope the Chiefs just violate the Jets. And I hope it's. I hope they beat him by more than twenty points because that would be so funny to see that line. That to see the Chiefs cover that line. That'd be insane. Up next, the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Green Bay to play the Packers. This game, I the, the Vikings suck. Let's be real. I don't. I don't totally get it because they've got a decent coach. They've got a really good running back. I'd say a top five running back when he's healthy. And they've got a pretty decent defense. Where's the hole? What? What is it? What am I missing? It's Kirk Cousins. Yep. Good old Papa Kirk. Captain Mediocrity. Yeah, I... That's why they suck. It's... On a more interesting note, would... 
What are the odds that Mike Zimmer is the next head coach fired? Because we already we, we ran through Bill O'Brien, we ran through Dan Quinn, Adam Gase seems to keep finding hidden immunity idols in the New York in MetLife Stadium, because I have absolutely no freaking clue why Adam Gase is still employed in the NFL. Yeah, he find he's finding hidden immunity idols. That's what's happening. So, yeah, we're already down two coaches, and I think the, I think either Mike Zimmer, or maybe possibly Doug Marone will be next to go. But it would apparently it's not Adam Gase for, who knows why. Back to this Packers-Vikings game. Packers by 10+. plus, Easy choice. This is going to be a steamroll. Titans. No, we got that one. Raiders at Browns. This one's going to be interesting. I know the Browns are, what, five-point favorites after the Raiders stunk it up last week. I think this is another this is another game where the Raiders just come out and punch a team in the mouth, dominate the line of scrimmage, and just control just control a game. It's gonna be a low scoring game that Cleveland can win, but Baker Mayfield, he's gonna once again show America why he's not a franchise quarterback. Because in a trap week like this a franchise quarterback would be preaching to his team all week, telling them what's going on, and getting ahead of it. And Baker's probably shooting a State Farm commercial right now. Guarantee it. Or a Hulu commercial. Guarantee it. Raiders Raiders by five. Five plus. The LA Chargers taking on the Denver Broncos in Denver. This is an interesting game. Joe Herbert versus Drew Locke. And the population in the NFL community seems to be out on Drew Locke right now. I guess I guess I'm the only one left on the bandwagon. But I still think Drew Locke is a franchise quarterback. I still think he's got he's got it. Maybe I'm being naive with with John Elway. Maybe I haven't seen him just adore white QBs long enough. White QBs with a big arm. I don't know. I I I still believe in Drew Locke, and I think the Broncos upset not ne- not necessarily upset, but they beat the Chargers and shock people because it's not necessarily an upset when the game is a pick'em. So I think the the Broncos shock a lot of people and beat the Chargers this week. The I'm saving the best games for last. I've got four really interesting games to talk about up next. After this absolute shit show that is Sunday Night Football, the the Ben DiNucci-led Dallas Cowboys taking on the, the Hospital Annex Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, sir. <laughs> I... Why can't they flex any of these next four games that I'm going to tell you into the Sunday Night Football spot? Because any of them would be better than watching 
this God-forsaken game of football that they're going to force us all to watch because Dallas is America's team. No, it's not. No. The Eagles are going to win, but only because the Dallas Cowboys are utterly incompetent in every way possible. Who would have thought? Stephen A. Smith. That's who. The Monday night game. So I'm going... I got... I got four games for you. This is a some going to be pretty interesting. The Monday night game is number four on the most interesting scale. Buccaneers taking on the Giants. I don't know what it is with me and the Giants, but I think this could be an upset alert for Tampa Bay. They're riding high off of two wins, and I know Tom Tom Brady led teams don't usually get too high emotionally. But this isn't the Patriots of yore with Bill, with Grand Grandmaster Bill Belichick keeping everyone quiet and, and disciplined. Bruce Arians does not care. They are partying. It's Florida. They got fans in the stadium. I think it's, it's going to be closer than people expect. And I think the Buccaneers are going to win, but it's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people expect. Number three on my list, the New Orleans Saints taking on the Chicago Bears. This one's going to be really interesting. I think the Bears are going to win. And I think that after this game, people are going to start considering Chicago as a Super Bowl contender. And I have, I'm almost finished with this full-length article about how similar the Bears are to the Eagles of 2017. And just just wait for that, because that piece is going to be really good. This is going to be a close game, and we're really going to see... We're going to see Drew Brees' age in this game. Because he's not going to be able to make the throws that are necessary to win this game. And I'm not saying that Nick Foles can. What I am saying is that Chicago's defense is lights out... And their offense is competent enough to keep them afloat in this game. Number two, the San Francisco 49ers in Seattle. This game is always a top three game of the year. It's always crazy competitive. And I think Seattle, I think they're on upset alert again. I I, I thought last week they were on upset alert against Arizona. And I think this week they're on upset alert against the 49ers. I don't think that this defense without Jamal Adams is any good at all. Jamal Adams is the only piece that holds this defense together. He's like, Jamal Adams to the Seahawks defense is like eggs in a meatloaf. You don't taste it and you don't always know it's there. But it is so crucial to holding this team together. Same for Bobby Wagner, by the way. But Jamal Adams just makes plays that win games. And the game I'm most excited for is Steelers and Baltimore. Steelers taking on the Ravens. And I think this is going to be a really close game. But I've picked a lot of upsets and I think the Steelers win a really close game. And they get really battle-tested from this game. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens upset them. 
at all. But I'm going to lock it in right now. I'm going with Pittsburgh. They're four and a half point underdogs as of right now. I don't quite get why they're underdogs in Baltimore because there's no home field advantage. But I I, I still think the Steelers are going to win. Let's get into the power rankings. Let's get the music going now. And coming in at number 32, we got the New York Jets. No surprise there. 0-7, tank for Trevor. Not going to happen. Trevor Lawrence just gave himself coronavirus. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I swear. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is going to stay another year at Clemson before he goes and plays for gangrene. I can tell you that right now. Number 31, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are who we thought they were. Suck. They suck. That's it. Number 30, the New York Giants. Uh, if you had to summarize their season in one play, it's the Daniel Jones run where he trips on his own feet. These three teams, I'm, I'm contemplating just eliminating them from the power rankings because they're that bad. But we'll, we'll leave them on there just to see how if they move around at all. I don't know, maybe a little bit entertaining to someone. Coming in at number 29, the Minnesota Vikings, only because I feel like they seem to find a way to lose games. Same with the Falcons, but they're just in a worse spot. Number 28, the Dallas Cowboys. This is the lowest I've ever seen them. Ben DiNucci. Damn, man. Ben DiNucci. Well, we'll see how that goes. I guess Andy Dalton wasn't so bad after all. <laughs> Number 27, the Atlanta Falcons. Like, this, this, this group of five teams just finds a way to lose games no matter what. They're a little bit better than the previous three, but this group of five just... They're pretty bad. Number 26, the Houston Texans. Ah, there's no hope there outside of Deshaun Watson, and they sh every single piece on that roster is tradable. Sands, Deshaun Watson, Sands, Laramie Tunsil. That's it. Everyone else, everyone else is movable. Number 25, the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, and I only have them higher than everyone else because I think their quarterback is playing the best right now. I'm not saying that Joe Burrow is better than Watson or better than Matt Ryan. He is better than Ben DiNucci, and he is better than uh, Kirk Cousins. But he's he's not quite to Deshaun's level yet, and I think he'll get there. But I think he, they're playing better right now, and I trust I trust Joe Burrow under heavy duress more than I trust the rest of them. Number twenty four, the Washington Football Team. Good win. Good win, guys. Number 23, I can't believe they're this low, the New England Patriots. Oh my lord. Wow. Never, never in my lifetime did I think I'd ever see the Patriots in a power ranking lower than 20. Wow. Insane. Number 22, the Detroit Lions. I... 
I think they they are one really rangy athletic linebacker. Darius Leonard, Bobby Wagner, even KJ Wright would be really good on that team. They need just a strong, just a really strong middle linebacker to help their team out. Number 21, the Denver Broncos. And only because they're more entertaining to watch, really. Because the Chargers at 20... I have the Chargers at 20. So, I basically, they're the exact same team. Only Justin Herbert has slightly more weapons to throw to. Drew Locke's throwing to Tim Patrick. And Noah Fant. Justin Herbert is throwing to Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Hayden... Hunter Henry. So, that's why the Chargers ranked ahead. This next section, I think these are the teams that are in the playoff hunt. I've got the Panthers at 19. I've got the Eagles at 18. And the Dolphins at 17. I think they're all in the mix for a playoff spot. The Eagles, they're obviously leading the division right now. And that it's, I I don't they don't they're, they are wholly and absolutely unworthy of a spot, but they'll probably get there by default. The Panthers are almost out of it, but never count out Teddy Two Gloves, and the Dolphins with Tua are going to be really interesting to watch this week against LA. Number sixteen, the Indianapolis Colts. I have zero faith in Phillip Rivers as the quarterback of my favorite team. And I am very upset that we don't have Jacob Eason or Jacoby Brissett. Or literally, I, I let's just screw it. Ben DiNucci. Bring him in. Let's go. <laughs> Number 15, the San Francisco 49ers. I talked about earlier how they're in the bottom half of the league. Like, they're at 15, which is slightly better than the bottom half. But I don't, I don't, I think they're better than the next three teams that I'm going to say. I just don't think they've been playing that way. And so that's why they're ranked lower right now. Number 14, the Cleveland Browns, who are my surprise team. I didn't think they'd be that good. I think they'd be another overhype and underperformed team. Number 13, the Raiders, who keep proving me wrong despite how much I think they're good. And number 12, the New Orleans Saints, who are, I'm, I have no clue how Alvin Kamara is still standing after putting this team on his back. So, it's, it's, it's always on Alvin Kamara and the defense to win these games. And so that's, that's the playoff contenders, or the playoff, in, in the playoff hunt, in the hunt. The next section these are the playoff locks, right? From 11 down, these all these teams are in the playoffs. I bet money. Number 11, the Chicago Bears. This defense is too. This is this is a conference championship level defense. Now, whether we can get a consistent run game out of David Montgomery, and I don't know another good 10 weeks of Nick Foles. That's remain to be seen, but I think they're going to be in the playoffs. Number ten, the LA Rams. I keep buying the keep selling your Rams stock, stock, public, because 
I will buy all of it. I think the Rams are going to make it possibly to the conference championship game. They're just too, they're built to win right now. Number nine, the Arizona Cardinals, only because DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray have this electric connection, and they're good for 300 yards passing, 100 yards rushing, and 100 yards receiving every game, and that's astounding. Number eight, the Buffalo Fraudulent Bills. Don't believe in them, but someone has to win the division, and they have a inconsistent but when they're hot really elite defense number seven and the end of this sec this next section is the tennessee titans who got pushed around by the steelers and the steelers started messing around and they came back don't interpret that as the steelers choked and gave up the lead do interpret that as the steelers started messing around and the titans aren't one to be messed with this next section, the last six to one, these are Super Bowl contenders. These are teams that can win a ring right now. Number six, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've expanded this list to six because of how good they've been playing lately. They've got everyone healthy. This team is terrifying. Number five, the Baltimore Ravens. Prove me wrong, Baltimore. That's there. It's your your spot to lose number four the Green Bay Packers I know they got beat by the Buccaneers and I know that the public is down on them just hold your breath just just wait on the Packers you'll see the defense is gonna pick it up again Aaron Rodgers is gonna keep doing his thing and Devonte Adams might be the best receiver in the game he might have DeAndre Hopkins might have competition because he, Aaron Rodgers always delivers the ball on the spot. He, and he's, he's faster than you, he's taller than you, and he's stronger than you. Unless you're DK Metcalf. <laughs> Number three, the Seattle Seahawks. Speaking of DK Metcalf, that was amazing. They fall from one to three in this week's power rankings just because losing to Arizona... That's, that's not right. I don't think that's that's great. But also, one and two are both just uh, the cream of the crop. And as you'd suspect, the Kansas City Chiefs are number two. Psych, pranked. Got y'all this week. Kansas City is number two this week. I had to give the top spot to Pittsburgh. Undefeated. After seven weeks, earns you something in my book. And I think the Steelers are legit. I've been saying it since week one. The Steelers are Super Bowl contenders. Whether they make it, I don't know. I'll make my Super Bowl predicts, predictions coming up soon here. But I don't, I don't see a world where the AFC Championship game isn't Chiefs versus Steelers. And I am so excited for that. Please, please, football gods, bless us with Chief Steelers AFC title game. That would be amazing. Thanks for listening to episode 9 of the Out of Pocket podcast. 
Be sure to go check out the Instagram and the YouTube is coming soon. I know, thank you guys for all being very patient this week and just, just have faith. I love and appreciate all you guys. Peace out.